Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good morning, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Herbie's Cooking Corner. I am Herbie Allen, along with my co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori. Hello, Tori. Hello, Herbie. Today is April 4th, 2023. Yes, I'm in front of the computer. And why am I in front of the computer? Because we actually have somebody who's going to do the cooking today. And uh, let me tell you, she's already contributed once. And the amount of recipes I seem to be getting from her, I think that to, you know... She's going to be coming back several times in the future. She's going to be coming back several times, but I think we really need might might need to have a heart-to-heart discussion with her about uh, her starting her own show. Um, or she can just keep giving us a break from the kitchen. That that too, you know. I mean, I didn't want to take advantage of anybody, but since you mentioned it, I don't. I don't feel bad now. Anyway, so yes, uh, we are going to hear. You know her. Some of you may know her better as Spider Woman, but we know her also as Spider Woman, actually. But. <laughs> We also know her as uh, Heidi, and uh, we're going to have Heidi and Nick making their lasagna. And uh, we got a fabulous crew taking care of you all today. Over on the Zoom side, we got Allison and uh, Kayla La from on the Clubhouse side. Chanel is our streamer. So uh, sit back, relax, enjoy the flight, which will take approximately an hour and a half. And if the winds are favorable, we might end a little bit early. And... Um, and exits are here, here, and here. Exactly. <laughs> if you do not feel comfortable sitting in an emergency exit row, well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, first of all, one bit of feedback I do want to address that I got from a couple of people who were extremely disappointed in how last week turned out, that we did not get to the actual making of the pierogies. And um, they want us to do things like get things ready ahead of time and stuff like that. Um Guys, that's work. But um, in all seriousness, uh, I, you know, I have to be honest with last week's call. I have mixed feelings about the fact that I didn't do it on the call. The per- My pierogies turned out okay. Um, well, and- can I just point out that I did do some of the prep work ahead of time and I still wasn't finished by the end of the call. Yeah, that that is a very good point. So, um we should the the part of the problem is I should have actually made that call 2 hours and that really was bad judgment on my part. Even too. then I would have only just made it and I did prep work ahead of time. So, yeah. Um but the pierogies were very a very unique challenge and um it, it, you know, it turned so- out really well. Yeah, you're, I'm, I'm happy for you. I, how did you do it? Like, the tricky part for me was getting them out of the boiling water. That was a little... Um, I got, I, slide spoon. Slide spoon. Okay. I'll have to try that one next time to see if that uh, worked better than I used a slotted spoon, um, held it over it for a second to drip some of the um, water off of it, and then put it straight in the frying pan. All right. I will have to try that next time to see if that works better than my... The double spatula worked okay. Oh, no, uh, that would have just squished them and pushed what filling was in them out of it. Yeah. Um, So I think the spoon would have been better. So it was... 
Yeah, it would have been an interesting thing if I'd have done it on the thing. But I digress. Let's now get on to a very cheesy subject, the lasagna. And so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen from wherever they're from, I forget, sorry. Heidi and Nick. Hey, guys, it's Spider-Woman and Spider-Man. If you want to go that way. Spider-Man, um, Spider-Man. We oh, are doing lasagna today. And um, I believe you guys all have your ingredients list. So um, Nick is going to be my sous chef today. And so the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to need a um, big Dutch oven for your sauce because you're going to make about four pounds of sauce or more ish. And then you're going to need a um, stock pot to boil your noodles. You're also going to need an eight by eight inch glass dish and a nine by 13 inch dish. This recipe will do both of those all in one. Um, so um, your first step is you're going to um, cut up your vegetables, your, um, your pepper, onion, celery, and if you have the sliced mushrooms like we do, we have an eight ounce pack just sliced mushrooms. The mushrooms can just go right into the bottom of your, um, your Dutch oven. And we are going to start cutting up the vegetables. Um, and um, which one are you doing first? I am going to be cutting up a pepper and then giving one of my little tips. Go ahead. Okay, so I am going to be cutting up a pepper. I'm using a yellow pepper. And what I like to do when I cut up my peppers um, is I cut off the, the top and the bottom. And then that way it's easier to remove the seeds. And you want to try to get out as much of that spongy material that's inside the pepper. It really does nothing but add more water to your um, sauteing. That's one little tip that I have. And especially if you're into like hot peppers, you definitely want to get rid of uh, the ribbing on the inside. That's where all the spice is, unless you like it really spicy. And I've got the celery to wash it before Nick cuts it. Right now I'm just de-ribbing the peppers. If anybody has any questions, now's a good time. All right, so a couple of things. Um, I want you, first of all, can you explain to our listeners what exactly is a Dutch oven? A Dutch oven is a wide pot with two handles on each side and it's 
probably about what six inches tall. About that. So it's it's just a large, large saucepan. All right, and um, I believe it also has a uh, glass lid on it, correct? Or do you use it without the lid? Sometimes. Okay. Um, one tip I will also do is you can also be lazy like me. Well, I don't know if they have cut up yellow peppers or not, but um, at least they with do onions... have cut up mixed peppers, though. Yep, they do have cut up mixed peppers, so that's always a way if you don't want to cut the vegetables and you don't mind spending an extra dollar. Um, of course, the trick is like if it's something like you do on a regular basis, you'd rather you probably would rather get the actual peppers, but if it's something you do occasionally then you can always get the chopped and um, get the same result with less uh, work. Uh, Tori, did you have anything? Um, Yeah, I just wanted to ask, is there a particular reason that you're doing the uh, large amount to do both pans full uh, rather than just reducing ingredient amounts and making less? Um, we like to have leftovers in the, in the freezer. Oh, okay. So this, with it only being Nick and I, this will probably do four or five meals in the fridge for both of us. It's just like one of those times, like, honey, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. All right. I'll grab something from the freezer. Yeah. Yeah, What do you want? Yeah, that that makes sense. I just wondered because you could easily reduce the quantities and make a smaller amount. Um, oh yeah, you definitely could. Yeah, this is the what if this is a bulk whatever you want night deal. Very good. That makes sense. Don't don't, don't worry. We like making people feel uncomfortable and putting them on the spot. In that <laughs> but I'm oh, all oh, for. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm all for making leftovers and being able to have things you can grab from the freezer, especially for something that takes a lot of work to put together. Definitely. All right. Let's check in with our uh, moderators and see if we have any questions from anybody. We have no raised hands in Zoom at the moment. Um, Andrew had a question. Andrew, welcome. Hi, thanks for letting me come up. It's not really a question, but I do have an alternative method for doing the peppers because I use them a lot. And so what I do is I cut them lengthwise in half. So from top to bottom of the pepper. And then I, I try to have two equal pieces. And then all I do is I grab the seed casing from the bottom. And with my thumb at the top, I just wedge that out and that gets rid of most, if not all of the seeds, plus a little bit of uh, unsavory bits at the top. I do that with both. And then of course, use my hands to uh, get rid of all the fibrous, uh, white fibrous um, ribbing inside. So that's how I do it. Anyway, yes, indeed. I'd forgotten about that because I've just been so lazy lately. Um, but yes, the, when I did cut peppers, that is how I would also do it too is, take out those things and then just throw the seed parts away. I always wonder if I could plant them, you know, and they grow more peppers, but I don't think it works. That you way. can actually. Hmm. Well, um, you know. Although you have to remember to water them and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that kind of does go without saying, but yeah. I mean, that wouldn't make well, sense. Well, it's just that that's why I don't grow my own veg, because I tend to forget about it, and it doesn't get tended. Ah. Uh, vegetable killer. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, um, if you are a vegetable, you may not survive in Tori's house. But if you're an animal... It won't anyway, because chances are I'm going to eat it anyhow, so... <laughs> yeah, okay. If it survives long enough to grow, it's going to get eaten. So it's safer to be an animal in Tori's house than a vegetable, guys. That's the moral yep. of the story. Here <laughs> but you it's way around in Herbie's house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but don't tell my doctors. Anyway, on that note, do we have any... Thank you for that tip for there, Andrew. Do we have anybody else on either platform? We're clear Sorry. Nope, you're good. You're good. Um, we heard you both, so that's fine. Yep. All right, Heidi and Nick, back to you two. All right, so right now what's in the um, Dutch oven, and it's not on yet, is the mushrooms and the pepper. Nick is now working on the, I gave him three ribs of celery, and he's just cutting those up, what, half moons? Yeah. And about half moon size um, um, pieces. And the trick that we've figured out and the reason we have it in the, um, we put the celery in the um, stocks is it does add just a little bit of salt to it. So that's one way you can actually cut down on the salt is to add the celery. Now, just as a note, we're we're using the celery hearts, the hearts, yes, not the older stumps. And we're also keeping Lily at bay, which we almost had a cat in the pan, which would not be good. <laughs> That's one thing you don't want. When you say um, stalks, you are referring to sticks of celery. Yeah, um, the ribs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I'm specifying because, you know, some people don't actually know that all the terms are used interchangeably, but actually mean different things. Yes. So the whole stalks yeah, of celery true. are the ones that you would see in the store that have the leaves at the end and all that. And then the celery hearts, they come in a Ziploc bag and they, they've cut off the uh, extra leafy parts at the top and the bottom. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. They've cut okay. some of them off. Some of them yes. off, yes. Um, more so the leafy parts than anything else. So one other question I did have for you guys is what kind of knife do you like to use for your veggies? Well, the knife that I would love to use, we do not have. And for really good reason, um, because if you look at the knife wrong, you can get cut. <laughs> um, so what I'm using right now is like an oversized um, steak knife that usually comes with like the, the wooden block set of knives. Yes. It's a large serrated knife. Um, not my ideal knife, but considering uh, what I got to deal with, uh, it works. So and he I'm prefers a larger knife than I do. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna ask why it's such a larger knife. Wouldn't a smaller knife be a lot more manageable? Well, the 
the reason why I like to use the larger knife is because it lets me use both my hands when I'm chopping up like a big onion in half or um, stuff like that. It, it, it helps with um, like the arthritis in my hands anyways. I'm not sure how it works with everyone else, but it's just what I'm used to. Uh, you're right. actually better off using a larger knife than a smaller one anyway. Because the large, it's better to have a larger, sharp knife that's going to cut through things easily rather than to try and put pressure with a smaller knife. Because smaller knives than you really need are how you get hurt. That is true. That's, the, that's a really nice way to go to the ER. <laughs> it is. Although if you fancy a trip to the ER, which, by the way, if you're doing it over here, pack a snack and a, an overnight yep. bag. Um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway yeah, if you fancy doing that then go ahead and use a smaller knife yeah the ER wait around here is about 12 hours oh that's quick here <laughs> 5 to 12 yeah here you're probably looking at 24 hours wait sometimes longer oh boy well, you're lucky. Hopefully you survive that long, depending on the emergency. But oh, well, if, if, if you're desperate enough that you're about to die, then they will push you up in the queue. Well, that's good. Um, I mean, thankfully, I've... Let's see, I've actually avoided the ER since coming to Houston. So that's been one positive thing about the move for sure. And uh, hopefully I'm able to still continue to avoid it i mean the the er is close enough that you know i could come back home if i you know if i need a rest or whatever and come back and still wait but i'd rather not if so. you do that here you lose your place uh, yep let's say the er over here it really doesn't matter if you're uh severely injured or if you just got a mild cold you're still gonna wait a long time Sadly, I've seen. Have a chance. I do have a hand over here. You know, it's just as Let's well. Take the hand. I'm, I'm worried that we're going to make yeah. people nervous talking about the ER during a cooking call. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, I think All right. about cooking. Let's not, take Kayla's uh, hand. Yeah. Let's. Um, and I apologize if I say this incorrectly. Shridar? Shridar? Hello. Hello. Hi, Herbie. How to pronounce your name? You actually did it correctly, Herbie. Yes, very good. Okay, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Mm, nice to hear that. Glad you're here. Did you have anything you wanted to ask about or comment on? Or did you just want to say no, hi? Actually. Uh, I joined many times in ACB club uh, clubhouse this room, but uh, I was con I'm confusing every time. One person talking in the pa panel with different voice, or people are making mimic something. Yep, we're making lasagna today. Yes. Um, the reason why you don't hear everybody that <clears throat> why the panel looks a lot smaller than. How many people on here? Some of the, you know, we're connecting Zoom to Clubhouse. So some of the, like in Heidi Nick's case, they're actually on Zoom. So yeah. that is why um, you don't, you know, you don't see everybody up here on stage is uh, for that reason. So 
but uh, we're glad. I do remember. Yeah, I do. I do think you have come on some of the uh, morning calls, and uh, definitely glad to have you on board with us. And um, I just want to say, guys, that you know, like you know, I, I I know we were bantering about the early ER earlier and stuff like that. I, you know, I don't know if you can appreciate just sometimes how boring it can get standing there chop chop chopping away and so you know that's where i've definitely let myself get into side conversations on these calls when i'm doing that because yeah. when it, i'm it, doing it just at home i have a book or something on yeah well so do i but you know here it'd be kind of a little i mean I, I guess i could put on a book while doing the call hey guys i'm just gonna sit here and listen <laughs> to my book while uh, chopping stuff you don't you don't mind the silence and just hearing me chop right um, uh yeah we do yeah we do? Oh, I mean, if you want me to do it that way, I can, but... How about you save that for when you're not on the call? Okay, sounds good. That's what I thought. But anyway, um... You just have to use your wit and humor to keep us entertained. Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Well, I'm not, the, hey, I'm not the one that started the discussion about the ER, just for the record. Um, I was, you can't I was blame giving me on a safety tip. I was yes. giving a safety tip. I know, but then you two got to comparing about the ER weights in different countries. I mean, this is a whole <laughs> new subject. But anyway, how are you two doing along? Are you still chopping? Or are you gonna? Are, are you ready to move Nick on? Nick is the next working part? on the onion. All right. Well, while Nick's working on the onion, did we have any other hands? We don't have any hands in Zoom right now. Do we actually have anybody in Zoom? Well, well, we do. Yes. Yeah, we have people. Mm-hmm. They're just busy laughing at us. I mean, oh. listening to us. Well, probably uh, you're laughing at us or with us. There's a different point. I hope um, with us, but yeah, you, you yeah. can't be too sure. So I just got done chopping up the onion, and the way I do it um, is probably a little bit different than the way a lot of other people do it. Because um, we're done with the knife. Yeah, here, here's the knife. I didn't use this. Um. The way I do it is I cut the head and I cut the um, the, root. the roots off. And because of the type of onion that I'm working with, I don't really have to worry about crying um, or the, the burning sensation because I'm using a, a Vidalia sweet onion. Uh, oh, they they don't tend to be as bad as like a yellow or a red. And what I usually do is I cut off the top and the bottom and then I run my blade just barely over the top to get the outer skin off. And then I get rid of all that stuff. And then I cut the onion in half from top to bottom and then I lay it on its side and I just do a rough chop. Uh, Just enough to get some smaller pieces. That way it cooks a little more evenly in your pan because uh, one thing I don't like is when things are cooked too much and too little at the same time. No, that, that is always frustrating. Um, so I have to finally chop the onions when I'm making a family dinner because uh, that's just how these things go. But um, that uh, yeah. is... Yeah, but that I, is how... I have to for uh, if I'm doing anything that I'm hoping my husband will eat. But if it's for me, I've got no problem with big chunks of, my, of onion. So all of your veggies should be in your pot. And then on top of all of it, you're going to add your one pound of burger and your one pound of sausage. 
and then you're going to cook all of it together. And I'll leave that part to Nick. The scissors are on the back. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So I have a quick question. So you don't use anything to you're you're not since you've got the meat already in the pan and stuff. You're not going to use anything to grease the pan, like olive oil no. or anything like that. Correct? Okay. No, that's where the the fat and um, the sausage and the hamburger come in. Because normally, what I would do yeah. is I put like extra virgin olive oil on the bottom of the pan and saute the vegetables. But considering where throwing some meat in there that's kind of going to do that for us yep and i will just say like the only time i ever came close to really needing the er and this is pre-covid days i made the mistake once of trying to cut up some frozen chicken and my uh Finger got so numb, I almost did not realize where I was putting the knife. So um... uh, I did that with do- uh, with a block of frozen tofu. Uh, I still yeah. have a slight scar on the side of my finger. I got extremely lucky, but uh, um, would have. Uh, it's a good thing that didn't happen because I would have ruined dinner too. We were making burritos that night, so you know. Um, and this was in the normal days, you know, well before COVID and all that uh, jazz. Mm-hmm. So you know. Um, funny thing is if I hadn't been so impatient and had waited for it fully defrost you only need like a really basic knife to cut through tofu because it cuts really easily but because it was frozen I had to have a sharp knife and my hand got too cold and I still have the scar to prove it and one of my favorite knives um, and I had worked with one before is a ceramic knife. Uh, they stay sharp. They don't really get dull. Um, well, I should correct that. They do get dull, but it takes a lot, a lot more work. All right. Well, you know, I guess if uh, you uh, do any drumming with that knife, those dull knives, though, then uh, you, you might be getting into the dull drums. But uh... really, Herbie, you went there. Did you think I wouldn't? No, and that's what bothers me. <laughs> what? I'm actually moving the phone, the cl- the phone closer to the stove. All right, uh, that way I can fill the pot close. with water. Okay, right so now you- I have um, my hand on um, medium heat, and I'm going to start cooking the vegetables and meat. Pretty much the sauce. Now are you going to stir them as you cook them or let them sit for a little bit? Uh-oh, I think we lost. So is there any questions so far? Well, I was asking, do, do you are you uh, going to stir it as you're cooking or just kind of let them sit and cook for a little bit? Well, right now I'm, I'm chopping it into little pieces with a wooden spatula because uh, yep. the meat's coming like this block shape. Yep. So I'm just breaking it up as I'm waiting for it to warm up. Now, the, 
it may vary with the cooking time between different appliances. I'm using a, a um, induction top, um, which yes. if you don't know what an induction top is, I, I, it's pretty much an oversized microwave with no safety. <laughs> yep. I've used uh, the an induction burner several times on these calls. So, uh, very But supposedly there. it's harder to burn yourself with it because unless you're wearing something magnetic, it's supposed to not burn you. The way yeah, that's pretty much the you... only safety there is. Is I can have this full on and touch the top of the stove, and I won't get hurt. Yep. Um, now, if you do touch the side of the pan, that could potentially um... pan. Different story. Well, right now the uh, we use this pan with the two handles because I get to hold uh, one of the handles, and it doesn't get hot. Right. Um, and while um, mixing um, what I'm cooking. See, for stovetop, I really love my pot that has the handle that sticks out just because it's a lot easier to find and, um, you know, just a lot easier. But uh, those big pots are really good, too, for when you're cooking a lot. So, um... Yep. And then you also said you have another pot with boiling water. Um, I just uh, just filled up that um, that pot. Right now, we only have one uh, burner that is a big enough um, burner for both pans. So, unfortunately, we have to wait until one is done and then put the other one on. Ah, that's that's another downside to an induction top is. Each burner is sized accordingly to the pan. So we yes. have a burner for a small pan all the way up to a large pan. We have five burners. Yeah. And we have four burners in a warming zone. All right. And by the way, folks, I forgot to mention this. So um, if you have friends that listen into the morning call, make sure you get them tuned into this call right now because there was a clamor last week for people to be able to hear Nick's voice. <laughs> and, uh, so you're getting, th this is a rare opportunity for them to hear Nick's voice. So tell your uh, family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, you know, if they listen to the morning call. Hey, get you out speak here right sometimes now. on the crafting calls, too. Okay. Yeah, there, there you go. Occasionally, occasionally. Yeah. See, see if you did the craft survey. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say tickets start at nine ninety five, and scalper, <laughs> scalpers uh, may triple charge you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't do a lot of talking on these calls or actually on anything. If you know me in person, I don't talk on the phone really at all. Right. Are, you, are you one of those that people say hi, we say hi, is Heidi there, and next thing you know, Heidi's on the phone without you saying anything? No, I, I'm not impolite. I, I just don't like to talk a lot. Yeah, that no, see, would be, see, hold on, I'll go get her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> see, you know, it's really interesting because, believe it or not, I actually don't talk on the actual phone that much. I do, I talk more no, but his hands are glued to his phone. Yes. Well, my phone is used for other things, like listening to sports and audiobooks and for attending the community events, you know, things like 
that, you know, I'm, I'm more talkative, you know, I'm more inclined to talk in like, you know, these type of events. And when people want to talk to me outside of them, you can, you text me and uh, that's how it works because I'm usually doing several other things. And so I can get back to everybody quicker. And, uh, so you'll talk on the phone more when you learn to clone yourself. Exactly. Then I can have the clone talk on the phone, you know, make everybody yeah. happy. And, uh, including you, cause you won't have to do the talking. Yeah. Only one problem. If I need to call my clone for any reason, would that mean I'm talking to myself? I talk to myself all the time and I haven't got a clone as an excuse. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't get a response. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I know the feeling. I say generally I don't like to talk too much. Uh, I'm dyslexic and I got the rare side of the dyslexia where I'll talk backwards or say the opposite of what I'm trying to say. It gets a little frustrating. Ah, I bet. Well, what? Oh, go ahead. What were you saying, Heidi? I said that's why I've learned to understand dyslexic. I bet. All right. Um, and you guys, by the way, you know, it's really interesting because um, I, I, you'll put your phone near the stove. I definitely do not do that. My cooking setup is um, I'm actually wearing a headset and have the phone in my pocket and phone on the stove. You know, I, you know, I just don't want a fried phone myself. Or... I have a little stand that um, I ordered the kit and it's a little stand that has... Um, one part is glued to, it almost seems like a cutting board. And then it has these adjustable links. Then there's right. a, almost like a, um, there's another one of those round pieces and there's a piece of Velcro on that. But behind that piece, there's actually a, what looks like a soda can um, ring. So what you do is you put your phone on it and you have the, um, the stretchy, um, soda can ring and it holds two corners of your phone. And so you can move the phone around a little bit and you can move the base around and stuff. So that's what we have right now. Our kitchen is actually not, not real big. So I figured, you know, Try and get the most out of it. Definitely. Um, so right now I know we, we don't, I don't see any raised hands, but if you do have any questions, now is definitely a good time. A um, couple of things I will briefly mention is, of course, when cutting your vegetables, of course, you definitely want to, it helps to wash them first, even with onions, as I find that uh, it can help get that first layer off a little bit easier. The other thing I will mention Although, is, yes, you are better off with certain vegetables, um, actually using a damp cloth rather than running them under water or something, because some of them will just absorb the moisture. Things like mushrooms, for example, right, will absorb the moisture, and they, instead of washing them, you'll just be turning them into giant sponges, right. 
that, that that definitely makes sense. Now the sliced mushrooms you don't need to worry about washing, but yeah, if you get them whole, then um, yeah, if you get definitely. whole mushrooms and you need to chop those, and and it can happen with some other things. Some of the, um, the very high water content vegetables will just end up even more watery. So um, wash them, yes, but don't go too heavy on how much water you're pouring onto them while doing it. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. The other thing I'll mention is, so when it comes to purchasing meat, there are, it usually comes in two forms of packaging. Um, the uh, standard, of course, is the uh, block trays, like Nick was talking about. But uh, sometimes meat, especially like the lower quality, uh, like the higher fat content uh, ground beef will come in like the tubes. And... Um, I do find the trays are a little bit easier to work with. You can just kind of tear the package and dump it in the pot. The tubes, if you're dealing with those, I find that setting them on a cutting board and then cutting the tube in half is a really good way of being able to get to the stuff out of both ends. And then you can just kind of hold both halves of the tube over the uh, pan or whatever and uh, kind of push it out or you can cut the tubes into smaller chunks and get the meat out that way. So a couple of tips there. Your Italian sausage and ground beef, well, it depends on what you get. Some Italian sausage will actually come in the original sausage shape, not ground up. So that makes it pretty easy to tell the difference between the two, obviously. And sometimes the ground-up Italian sausage may come in a different type of container than your ground beef. And um, yeah, we sometimes, get sometimes ground beef over here comes in baggies rather than actual containers. Oh, wow. You know, Herbie, I, I kind of hope the sausage doesn't come off the sheep when you get it. <laughs> um, off the sheep, yes, but off the sheep, no. <laughs> A sheep? No, that'd be lamb sausage. But uh... <laughs> but um, the lamb sausage is an option for those who don't want to have pork. Yep. And we get um, sweet Italian loose sausage for our chili and for our lasagna. Very good. But what I was going to say is, some of the Italian sausage, of at least over here, will come in a plastic tray rather than the styrofoam tray. Which, We're getting uh, ready to add our sauce. All right. We have um, two-pound jars that we got at BJ's, or was, we call it Bubba J's. I'd be yep. careful and about what Bubba kind is it? Box last night. But, uh, oh. We're using Prego traditional sauce, and this is the, probably the right about the time you want to lower your temperature on your stove. To? Uh, to medium-low, because you don't want to burn your sauce. And after you add your sauce is when you want to add whatever seasonings that you want. Generally, we don't add any seasonings other than what it comes with. And you're going to add four, three to four pounds of sauce. We have two pound jars. So we are doing four pounds of sauce. And believe me, it doesn't matter. Three to four pounds of sauce. Believe me, it will eat it up in a heartbeat. Yeah, with how much ingredients you've got, I can see why you'd need that much sauce. Yep. And speaking of your ingredients, 
Um, for those who, for whatever reason, don't want to be using the sausage or ground beef, you can, uh, in place of the sausage, increase your mushrooms. And in place of the ground beef, use um, either even more mushrooms, if you're a big fan of mushrooms, or lentils or something like that. I do not suggest you use tofu in a recipe like this, because um, the way this is being done, you would end up having it become more like an extra cheese um, than any of the meat. So I definitely suggest um, um, I finely chopped mushrooms or lentils. And you can also add um, pepperoni, little pieces of pepperoni. You can do that. We don't. Yep. Well, you know, if you're looking for meat alternatives, I don't think you're going to be adding in the pepperoni. Right. To... Yeah, you... I, f- I f- no, I figured she was meaning that, you know, if you're wanting just more meat, then sure, go ahead and add yeah. pepperoni. Or but... if you want a zip to it, you can do it that way. I'm going to say yeah. for a meatless, if you want the zip as a pepperoni, you can use a little bit of um, chili peppers or yeah. uh, maybe like a jalapeno. If you want that, because oh, yeah. that's yeah, pretty much go. what pepperoni is. It's just meat that's been saturated with like jalapeno juice. Yep. So right now, I'm just blending the meat and the vegetables together with the sauce. So far, he's only put in one jar. Oh, I put two. No, you did. I have the other jar. Okay, fine. <laughs> he got a jar of sauce and I didn't realize he got it. You weren't watching, right, Heidi? Well, because we had um, the way that our sauce comes, it comes in a pack of three, so you get six pounds of sauce. And we happen to have one leftover. Well, right. I went I went over. Oh, I see. You were holding it. one ready for him and he went yep. and got the other one. <laughs> well, apparently he got that before. I was like, okay, where's you the see? other socks? You see? <laughs> the, the, the problem was she wasn't paying attention and she didn't see me. Yeah, you you didn't you weren't watching, were you, honey? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we do offer some marriage counseling here on the call too for uh Well there's one um, problem. No, we don't. We don't. Okay. <laughs> but, I was, but I was about to charge them and everything. Oh uh. yeah. It's gonna give you half. No, you weren't. <laughs> oh, you're right. I wasn't, but but I was gonna give it to you in Dice World gold because that's a universal currency. No, you uh, weren't. No, you're right. But don't tell anybody that. <laughs> I was just trying to make it sound good. <laughs> yes, but that would require people to believe you. Yeah, it would. But I was gonna charge them a hundred and then tell you I charged them fifty and give you twenty-five. So no, you weren't. You were going to tell me that they hadn't paid you, and then you were going to keep the money. Exactly. Now, would that be in yen? In (laughs) crowns? In pounds? No, in dollars. Oh, well, those are almost worthless. You you would have been better off going with pounds there, Herbie, because you'll get more. Or gold bags. 
because if it's like a if it's a hundred pound, then you're talking somewhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred dollars. True, but I don't unless they have access to pounds, then that's not going to do. Me they can easily pay you in pounds. They've got PayPal. Oh, you true. can set your currency on it. Wait a minute! You know they have PayPal, so that well, I know they have PayPal because that's how people pay for Kayla's uh, future insight classes, and and Heidi pays for those. So oh, okay, so that's how you get the money out of them. I need to do a future insight class. I told right. you you need to do crafting. You see? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know this action. And there's actually a brand new currency that's been going around too that's made out of solid 24 karat gold. Oh, gold bats. They're, they're, they're called gold bats. And for take. one gold back, it's like $4. But not, oh. to be okay. but not to be confused with silver bats, which they also do have. And it's not the gorilla. But, so, all right. so <laughs> you do know, of course, that you're being cheated on that gold because the amount of gold that it would require to make a coin is worth a lot more than $4. Oh, no, I know. I know. Okay. It's, it's well, so I'll take 100 gold. Plus premium. Well, I'll still take 100 gold backs and, you know. But then you could, you could always pay the $4 for, for the coin and then go and make your, the actual money on the coin. I would say 100 gold backs is $400. Exactly. <laughs> True, but just one of those coins is probably going to be worth a couple of hundred dollars on its own with the weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but see, I don't lose any money because I get the money for free and then I can go, you know, do whatever with my money and get, you know, the $200 worth for each thing. So 100 yeah. times 200 is, you know, what, 2000 So Exactly. Uh, near $100, I get $2,000. You know, I'm rich. I uh -huh. like this. All right. So for me, at least, if I was doing that sauce, I'd probably be adding in, like, some garlic powder and maybe some actual crushed garlic as well. It depends um, if it's got some with it, though. It depends it does. on, you know. Because... Yeah, they actually have little garlic pieces in this sauce. Oh, okay. Because... It's kind of lacking the, um, the peppers and the onions and the mushrooms, so that's why we kind of sauteed that in with the sauce. The other yeah. thing is when you cook the mushrooms the way we do, you actually cannot tell that there's mushrooms in it. They don't have the mushroom feel. They don't have the mushroom taste. It's just like you're getting another piece of meat or a piece of vegetable. Which is why I was saying about using mushrooms as your meat alternative, because it will have a similar sort of texture. Yep. I've actually had a friend who dislikes mushrooms to the point where if she sees them, she'll pick them out. I brought her over. We made this lasagna for her, and we gave her a slice. Never said anything. She ate the entire slice. She get. She said, "Can I have another piece?" I'm like, "Yeah." I couldn't tell there was mushrooms in there, could you? And she goes, "What?" Mm -hmm. She goes, "There was mushrooms in here." And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Can I have another piece?" I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> More research is known to see if it actually converts mushroom haters to mushroom likers, but. Yeah, probably not, but... No. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm moving the stock pot over onto the big burner. I have the sauce set aside. I just kind of like to cook the sauce until I see it steam a little bit. You don't want it simmering or boiling because uh, that tends to caramelize the bottom of the sauce and it just kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. 
And right now there is no salt in said water. And it's probably, I put my pointer finger down into the inside of the pot. And basically when my um, water guts weren't touched my finger, I stopped. And right. I am going to add salt to the water. Uh, I was always taught if you're cooking pasta, you have to have salt in your water. And we use pink Himalayan salt. Where are we out of that? We're out of that, so we're just using regular table iodine salt. Okay. Normally we have pink sea salt, so that's good quality salt. salt. I don't know what color it is, but um Uh, you would know if if it was the pink Himalayan salt, you would know it would say on the label. Okay. Um one thing I will as us gonna I learned recently also that adding in a tiny bit of olive oil can also help keeping the noodles from sticking together. Oh, yeah, we it more it more stops them sticking to the pot. The, bo- the pot, yeah. We we've got a trick for that because our pot doesn't cook all the noodles all at the same time. So, um, Nick actually found on TikTok a a hack for keeping your noodles um, moist while the rest are cooking, and he'll go over that when uh, we get to that point. Which is a good uh, good option for if you're doing lasagna because it, the lasagna need, noodles do take up a lot more space than most types of pasta would in a pot. Yeah, and this is the first time I've ever heard something good coming out of TikTok, even with the term "hack" being used in the same sentence. Oh, we've gotten a couple of them. There's a couple of good recipes that we've gotten off TikTok. There, there's a lot of recipes. I follow one particular person, and I already pre-ordered his book because I like a lot of them. Uh, he does a lot of the old, old, I mean, some of them are really old recipes. Ooh, share. <laughs> like he's, got, he's got some from like 1904 in there. Oh, wow. I love some of those vintage recipes. Even if a lot of them I have to make adaptations to. When you guys are ready. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks, Kayla. Question. Andrew is back. Hey, Andrew. Hi. Sorry for butting in all the time here. No, you're fine. Um, when I, yeah, when I do my lasagna, I use um, whole wheat noodles, and so um, they're a little bit bigger when they do cook. So I find that I have I I, I use less of the noodle package, of the lasagna noodles. Yep. And the other thing I do is I always do them the day before because it just saves so much time. And then I store them in a long oblong uh, container in the fridge, and uh, they're perfect for the next day. They come apart quite easily. They don't stick to each other. So anyway, that's, that's what a I great do. tip, Andrew. Yep. Thank you. And it's whole wheat to pasta that I usually use because it's the one least likely when you get the dried whole wheat pasta, it's the one least likely to contain eggs and such. Um, although, although obviously if you need to be gluten free, you won't begin the whole wheat pasta, no. um, but there are gluten free pastas out there you can get. Um, if you do need those. All right. And um, very good. So um, anyway, and uh, so, so Nick, in the meantime, I guess we just have to hope that, you know. Uh, well, some... has Allison got any hands? No, we don't. That's kind of unusual, isn't it? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. it's usually us that generate questions, and half the time there are questions <laughs> about. Yeah, but Abraham is but... not here today, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> He, he's one of the ones who tends to keep us on our toes. Yep. And you guys are doing such a good job of covering everything. I think that's what it is. I just, you know, don't hope that's questions. what it is. Mm-hmm. We try. Whatever I don't say, Tori and Herbie usually jump, jump in anyways. <laughs> but that's he's okay. It means you don't have to my... talk too much. I think that's what it is. I don't talk that much at all. So everyone's quiet and listening. <laughs> They're still recovering from the shock of getting to hear you speak. That's what it is, Nick. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. We're playing where is that utensil? It's to the left over there, look. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. The mythical land of over there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, I they, people don't actually usually take me to that land. It's usually a lot more if they tell me left when they mean right and tell me right when they mean left. You know, that's so you're well, on opposite land. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that one too. The last time somebody said it was over there, I said, "Oh, it's over there in the wonderful mythical land of over there. Wonderful." Now, if I only knew how to get there. <laughs> See, I, I, I got mixed up the other day because somebody was screaming at me, left, 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 left. And um, so I was going to the left and about to run into them. But that's what I thought they wanted. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they were telling me to do. So I'm doing everything I'm told. You're telling me get left, left, this left. This is why so he doesn't listen left. to us, see, people, because you keep so confusing that's him. that's why you turned around exactly. in a circle. That's, that, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going left and they were in my way. Not my fault. Yeah, a lot really of their problem is that they're facing you and they forget that your left is not their left. Yes. <laughs> because I get that a lot. Because there's certain people that when they say left, I say, okay, which way are you facing? And do you mean your left or mine? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you have another um, person up on stage? All right. All right. Tony. Tony. Hi, Tony. Or DJ. Or both. It's not both. Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm not usually wrong on this, but anyway. Hi, Tony. I got a question. Sure. Um, all right. When you get all this together, usually when you make las- make um, lasagna, are you going to let- put it in a big pan and, 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 you know, and layer it? Yes, you know, put... we will get to that. Yeah, oh, right okay. now Nick's uh, one... starting to put the noodles in. Oh, I'm waiting for okay. the water to boil. Oh, you're waiting for the water to boil still. And I'm trying okay. to find... Okay. So... I, I, I was just wondering. Yep, yep, we'll get there. So one thing we talked about um, the other week when making the spaghetti is, you know, it's okay to put the noodles into the water before it starts boiling. Yeah, so that way it's a lot to safer all the way around. So I just want to remind everybody of that trick because it's. I, I was going to say that actually, that okay. sighted people tend to stick to the boiler water first thing. Um, so Nick's all right, um, but 
But for those of us who are not sighted or are low vision, um, it is safer and perfectly acceptable to do that. And then you just, the amount of time that you'd normally cook the noodles for once the, you put them in the boiling water, that's how long you time yourself for once the water starts to boil. Yep. And I know for sighted people, it's still not a bad idea, though, to, because, you know, hey, why, why be Actually, safe? my husband does do it that way, puts it in the cold water. Yep. So. I used to do it that way, too, and um, I would always have problems with um, the noodles sticking to each other, um, mm. even with, like, the oil and stuff, because with the cold water, the, the oil tends to um, congeal, Jeez. and... Go ahead. Do you stir them regularly? When I have them, when in the you pot, put them in the water in the first place, I, I agitate them a little bit. Uh, you have to stir them regularly to um, stop them sticking. If you do it from cold. Okay. Yep. Just getting them agitated—that just upsets them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't want anyone upset. <laughs> no. Even if that anyone happens to be noodles. Right. But yeah, because um, that, that's what we do is um, we stir them regularly. And I know this works with uh, whole wheat pasta and um, the other types because my husband uses all kinds. Um, and if you stir them regularly, they do not stick together. Nope. So there you go. You got to learn something today too, Nick. Together. Of course, I'm always learning. The more we stick together, the happier. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we we laugh regularly when we listen to the call too. Nick usually listens with me. So. All right. Good boy. Nick's often there listening. He just doesn't usually have anything to say. Nope. But then the question is, when the, the question is when Heidi gives Nick's answer, you know, does she really give Nick's answer or she can make him appear to say whatever she wants? I mean, you know. Nope, I ask him. Okay. Well, I have heard her on the craft calls actually ask him. Yes. So. Well, like I said, I, I, I do need to get into these crafting calls and, you know, we'll, we'll start a pre past to present call and uh, charge people for that. And, uh... <laughs> and, and also answers that he does give that I already know the answer to, but I, I wait for what he's going to say. And besides, you need to do the crafting so that Cindy can be telling the truth when she says you do everything. Pretty much. I'm so excited we have a raised hand if you're Oh, ready. yay! Right. Allison gets to work! Yay! Who have we got? <laughs> we have Tyann. Right. Hello, Tyann. Hey, a crafter. Uh, no, no, I have nothing uh, lasagna really to ask, but uh, I was uh, going to comment and say um, Nick talks quite often on the crafters' calls and um Back to the whole uh, joking about blindness and not seeing things. Um, when Lois was 
almost seven, I had a knee scooter because I had just had ankle surgery and was uh, taking her from school back to home, ran into a curb. I said, can you believe I didn't see that? And her comment back to me was, um, oh, because I said, it's like I'm blind or something. And she goes, that's because you are. Hello. <laughs> oh, she's laid down the law for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love it. And see, thank you, Tayam, for verifying what I said. Nick talks on the craft calls. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. only one. So, that, that, so, Heidi, if you tell Nick that the morning calls are a craft call, then he'll actually talk, I guess. So. No, he it, does. It's it's Tori's husband we never hear. Like no, that, that is true. Once. Yes. Yeah. Well, Chanel, Chanel, Chanel assured him. Chanel yeah. has a hand raised, by the way. Okay, yeah. Chanel, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I wasn't going to, but then we got in the realm of general comments. Yes, I have heard Kelly. And I also hate talking on the phone or just, you know, like, getting on zoom just to gab i like to talk for a purpose i don't like people wasting time with hi how are you i'm saying get to the point already well i'm not saying that because i don't want to be rude but you know um <laughs> you're just thinking it say. yeah exactly so yeah. there you go i it's not just guys who don't like to talk it is uh ladies too so there you go Half of Thanks, my conversations you know. on the phone are really, you know, the pharmacy asking for information that they actually no. have. And uh, Herbie gets yes. into com He will talk on the. I know he says he doesn't, but you're. He will talk. Yeah, on because the phone. people want to talk to me, not because I yeah, but to them. I am mean and Ooh. I don't always let them. So <laughs> you're actually nicer, anyway. There's actually a couple of um, the recipes that is in this guy's book that I actually am thinking about doing. Um, one of them is, I know it is one thing. He has it down as boiled cookies. But um, with me, I know them as chocolate no-bake cookies and they're stovetop recipe. Interesting. Yeah. Adding noodles. Yes, I am now adding noodles. If I would wait for this thing to fully boil, I'll be here all day. <laughs> yep. Well, you know the old saying, watch pot never boils. That is true. All right. But so, don't look at it with Heidi. I haven't so, been looking at it. I've been looking out the window. Yep. So one thing I will mention is while we won't have we, we 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 can't get Kelly to talk. We were hoping to get him to talk last week on the, the pierogi call, and he had some you know did some had some excuse about Zoom and it not working and all that. And I don't know, but uh, we will actually get to hear from another of Tori's relatives. In fact, you uh, got to hear him last year, and uh, Tori decided to let him come back on, even though I'm sure she finds him. Oh, is this annoying. working? What? Is this working? It is working. Who is this? This is Kelly, Tori's husband. All right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> we are actually now hearing live from Kelly. This is a first time a Zoom event. Hello, Kelly, Tori's husband, who's been. Uh, I've beaten you badly a few times on Dice World, but you've also beaten me badly. So. Uh... Yeah. Well. 
it, it comes down to whever gets that second Yahtzee that wins those. Yep. And I've also yeah, heard they're an HP fan, so. Uh, Tori wants her headset back, so I gotta go. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. There you go. He was passing, right. so I grabbed him. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Well, guys, we've had a twofer today, and that's not mistaken. We've heard from Nick, and we've heard from Kelly. Who else are we going to hear from that never talks? I don't know. <laughs> Um, but we are going to hear from Carl next week, who I'm sure, uh, you know, well, he's another one of Tori, Tori's relatives, and I'm sure she finds him uh, relatively annoying, but... Uh, <laughs> no, he's relatively okay. Okay. But uh, he will actually be with us live for the final half hour of the call, but he's got a lot of uh, very unique insights to share with uh, his cooking tips and uh, whatnot, so that... Uh, we uh, hope you'll join us uh, next week and um, for that. And uh, like I said, that'll be a special two-hour long call, so that will eat into the breakfast bunch. But uh, that's how... Not the breakfast bunch, the neighborhood coffee clutch. They're both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but two very breakfast, different... So. But they're two very different calls. They one are, has breakout they... rooms, the other one doesn't. Yes. But coffee goes with breakfast, and so it's the association. No, it doesn't. Thing. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it Not does. in this house. Not in this house and not in Tori's house. Computer stop. Yeah. Coffee doesn't go with anything in my house, as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. Well, Nick does drink coffee occasionally. It's He's particular with his coffee. I, I drink I drink coffee uh, not to wake up but to calm down. <laughs> Interesting. Well, Kelly so drinks we... coffee just when he wants a cup of coffee, yes. which usually <laughs> isn't breakfast time because he's not usually up for breakfast time. So oh, there you go. All right. So anyway, that'll breakfast be next. Didn't hurt. <laughs> so we are into the final half hour of this thing, um, probably much to everybody's relief. So uh, that is that we're, we're doing good time-wise. So if you have any questions, now is a good time. I will also remind you that we got some other great calls happening throughout the day. A lot more structured than this one. For those of you on ACB Media 5, you get a treat today. Not only do you get to unmute presents at uh, 1, you also get to hear the homophones call at 3. And Mary does a very good call. And uh, she'd much rather, of course, you join her live. And if you've not done so, well, then get on that community list by sending an email to community at acb.org. That's C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y at acb.org. Include your name, your email address, and say, please add me to the community list. And while you're at it, you can also ask them to add you to the ACB cooks list, where we do post things like the recipes that we use. Courtney will post some additional uh, tips from like the food network and whatnot and um also... and speaking of courtney yes her, uh, in the kitchen with courtney is coming back and i believe the first time will be next week if not then it'll be sometime in the next couple of weeks but it is yeah, definitely she's planning on the 12th at two i All thought right. she was thanks kayla and she'll be joining us live from talladega though not the super speedway <laughs> just the town itself yeah. but uh... All right, so I think what we will do, considering our noodles are still boiling, 
is I'll have Nick give the tip and then I'll tell you guys how we assemble. Well, I'll tell you how we assemble our lasagna. So. Okay. So <clears throat> once the lasagna is done, um, the noodles. The, well, the noodles. Thank you. Um, what I do to keep them from not sticking when you get them out of the water. Um, I know some people leave them in the water and take them one by one when you work them, but I find that that tends to cook them more and more than what you want. So I end up straining out the water and then I'll start with um, the layering process and over the lasagna noodles themselves, I'll spray like a little uh, olive oil on them. Yeah. So um, that would keep them from sticking to each other. On a cookie sheet. Yeah, on a cookie sheet. And then you layer the next one on top of that. Um, and that's what we've done because our pot is not big enough to hold the entire box. And so then when you get ready to actually make the lasagna, the way we do it is uh, we start with the nine by 13 pan and we put a nice layer of sauce on the bottom. And then we put a layer of noodles and I believe Nick does them from left to right, the same way the pan is going and then fills in the little spot that's left with another noodle. Then you do a rounded tablespoon full of ricotta cheese on top of the noodles um, in, I think, 12 spots along the noodle. Then you take a half a slice of provolone cheese and you put it on top of each one of the dollops of ricotta. Then we put a full slice of mozzarella over each of those slices. Then we put another layer of sauce, another layer of noodles, the ricotta, um, the provolone, and the mozzarella. Generally, each pan will take three layers um, of noodles. And then you top it off with the sauce. If you guys like cheese on top of your lasagna, I'm not a big fan, but I have eaten it that way. You just put um, some slices of cheese over the top of it, and then you bake it at 350 um, on top of a cookie sheet to catch drips for a half an hour. And then you take it out and let it cool and it is good to go. We do that with both pans. Um, we'll cook the bigger one first and we will cook the smaller one second. So when the first one is cooling, we will put the second one in to bake. And that way both of them are done at the same, relatively the same time. And then you can either cover them with plastic wrap or aluminum foil after they're all cooled and you can put them in the refrigerator until the next day or you can um, do meal-sized portions in Tupperware containers, put the lids on them 
and stick them right in the freezer. And they will keep for at least six months. Generally with us, it doesn't even get that far. Or if you're doing two pounds of it, you could do one in the fridge and cut up the other one to put in the freezer. Right. Yep. yep. And speaking of options for things you can do, if you need to be dairy-free, um, then a good option for the ricotta cheese is um, very well mashed up um, silken tofu with a little bit of nutritional yeast mixed in to get the cheesy type of flavor. And then you can use whatever um, dairy-free cheese of choice that you can slice um, as a substitute for the other cheeses. And this is not a diet-friendly dish. I believe no. they. <laughs> I believe they actually have um, ricotta substitute, and it's made out of uh, coconut milk instead of regular uh, cow's milk. Yes, the cheeses that I use are all made of uh, out of coconut milk, but the ricotta is really difficult to get hold of, and yep. um, so. I tend to go with the tofu option because it's a lot easier to get hold of. And also when you do get hold of the vegan ricotta for how much you're paying for it, you get very, very little. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It also helps um, because of all the cheeses being made in very, very similar ways. Using the tofu with nutritional yeast gives you the taste of different cheeses. Otherwise, the, the cheese tastes blend in together, and it's difficult to tell that you've got more than one type of cheese. It's only an issue you have with the, with the dairy-free cheeses because of the fact they are made in such similar ways. Are there any questions? We have no raised hands in Zoom at this time. Um, I did have a raised hand and I've accepted it, um, but they haven't made their way up to the stage yet. So, Andrew, I did accept your hand. If you have a question, you're able to accept that and come up. And Let us know if he gets up there, Kayla. Yep. Mm -hmm. Will do. All right, so uh, next week, like I said, we're going to hear from Tori's brother, and uh, and uh, we, we, we haven't told him all the things she said about him on this call, but, you know, uh, no. Uh, I'm not worried. I haven't said anything that I wouldn't tell him. Okay, okay good, 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 good. And oh, if uh, my so mom was to find out what I say about her, that's, <laughs> that might be a problem. Yeah, that could be. And, and you said she might even listen next week, so we have to be on our best behavior. No, she's she's not listening. Ah. She, she's not going to be listening. Carl's going to be at my dad's house, and my mom has no interest whatsoever in listening. Oh, that's not nice. No. Just one quick tip, guys. Um, I've learned this the hard way. Um, if, you're, if you're cooking on an induction um, cooktop, the the one where you need magnetic pans, and you're using a metal utensil, make sure it's not magnetic. You will burn yourself. Attempting to extract it. <laughs> yep. 
All yeah. right, so I'm not looking at the schedule in real time. Even some of these surprise me. I didn't realize that we put these on here. But uh, uh, Green Bean Casserole is going to be the following week. This is going to be an exciting one because it was definitely my cooking debut. It was on Wake, Make, and Bake back way, way back when, when Janine did it. In fact, uh, May of 2021, to be exact. And it was not record i don't even know if the zoom if we acb did their internal recordings at that time so i don't honestly know if that ever truly got recorded or not so but even if they did they they didn't have it any they don't have it anymore they don't have it anymore exactly so anyway so that's gonna be it then then um the following week on the 18th, then the 25th. And and that one we will actually, that is a recipe we'll get done in time. So have no worries there, folks. And uh, the following week on the 25th, Chicken Fingers with Heidi. And and Nick has not mentioned on this one, so. uh, Nope. He will be my sous chef. I will not be his. All right, very good. And then in May, a recipe I'm looking forward to is uh, the spicy uh, buttermilk. Uh, it's spicy, spicy buttermilk oven fried chicken. And uh, it, there is actually some regular frying involved with that one, not just uh, the oven. So have no worries. And then the tortilla casserole. Okay, I guess that got snuck in there. And uh, that'll be interesting. You want to talk to your wife about that one? I will. I, I knew who was responsible and she's conveniently in the, the shower right now, so I kind of can't. So, yeah, she had me sneak in that one. And I think she was also the one guilty for sneaking in enchiladas at the end of the month. We've also got uh, spicy roasted yes, chicken. Yes, <laughs> Yeah. It's what I thought. These women, I tell you guys, but they're conspiring against me. Um, hey, she's got good taste. She does. I actually, honestly, you know, I, the, the reason why I had not thought about I'm not sure if I have... The enchiladas will be an interesting call because there's really not much to them. So that's honestly why I have... Well, it'll be a call. We'll get to finish on time, won't it? We will. We'll actually get to finish on time and uh, have plenty of time to spare. So, um... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... And then the sticky garlic chicken, that is one we have uh, not done. Oh, also, spicy roasted chicken. Part of me thinks I did do that one once before, back when I actually did the solo. If anybody can remember those days, I can't. But um, I don't think I did. I need to go check my archives to be sure. But uh, um, right now that is on the docket for me, though. Hey, we'll revisit it if I did do it in the past. But uh, we will also have sticky garlic chicken. And uh, June. Oh, we got some expensive guests. We had to pay top dollar for these. As uh, So we, 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 we expect you to come to the, this one on June 6th. As we're going to have none other than Cindy Sunshine Hollis. And our very own Kayla Law, who is moderating today. And uh, they're going to be giving us a lot of their tips. And uh, they have a lot of kitchen tips. And it'll be very interesting because uh, they, they probably actually use a lot more of this stuff than we do. Because, you know, they have to, you know, what, teach their kids all this stuff, right? You know, all that. Um, so we actually decided to defer to some experts that to know actually uh, what they're talking about. 
And uh, third, the 13th, it's going to be frozen s'mores and grasshopper cake with Heidi. Grasshopper pie. Grasshopper pie. Yep. Well, this says grasshopper cake on my recipe. That was so. my typo. Sorry. Eh, whatever. <laughs> pie, so. cake, whatever. Well, pie, cake, whatever. Well, they are two different things. It's more of a That's cheese where she cake. comes from. It's a cheesecake, exactly. <laughs> Okay, well, and and also exactly to Kayla to you know pie and cake it's it, it's it's cheesecake it's a pie it's a cake whatever it looked good and you wanted the s'mores I wanted the grasshopper pie so they're both on there yeah. <laughs> both with and without crickets <laughs> yeah. yep though the the the, the latter you might still have with the background of crickets you know because you eat s'mores at a camp. <laughs> Well, I'll have some cricket sound effects for that one. And uh, <laughs> let's see. So uh, for homemade lemonade and popsicles. And then breakfast quinoa pudding. Hey, Chanel's not listening, so this is a good time to mention I'm going to sneak some fruit in there, like some bananas and blueberry. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, color. you're not. No, I'm not. Okay. That is a pity. Um, I mean, the original recipe does call for some fruit, but... I, Chanel and I have specifically spoken about the fact that that is not essential. You can add other stuff in place of, or even just leave out the fruit. And uh, very good. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and I'm not sneaky like that. So, well, you can put not. some fruit in your share if you want. Yeah, I could. So our next, we're anticipating nothing on the Fourth of July because that'll be convention week. So uh, that is uh, how those things go. But coming in October, we do have apple bread with Heidi. And then, um, no, I'm sorry, that's mine, duh. And then Actually, first fritters. of all, we've got one at the very end of September. You want to start the last week in September. Oh, yes, apple sauce with Heidi. Okay, so there we go. And uh, that's going to be a very straightforward recipe, actually. And then we're going to keep on with the apples. So I decided that we're going to try apple bread, apple fritters. And then, if that's not enough, apples, oatmeal, apple, oatmeal raisin cookies. You know what? I think there's only one other thing we've got to do for the 24th. We're going to have to do a good old-fashioned apple pie, you know, just to keep the apples. All right. We can put apple pie on there. All right. Why not? Why not? Um, well, why not? Because you know that's and, and if if you know if we can find an, a, one more apple thing on there, we can make the entire month of October apple themed. We can, and uh, I should mention that these calls are powered by an Apple iPhone and uh, Apple computer. Exactly. So, yeah. and then we have one planned for the beginning of December. Yes, we do. Yes, Heidi's gingerbread spice mix. So a lot of Heidi in this call. So it's becoming the well, Herbie and Heidi. Spice mix is going to be a double. It's going to be gingerbread spice mix, and it's also going to be we're going to no do gingerbread man cheesecake. Well, we're going uh, with the option of doing gingerbread cookies in place of the cheesecake if you want for certain people who do not like cheesecake textures. Yes. Yep. So I think we're gonna we're, we'll we'll go with the cookies, and um, I the the only thing we will not make on here though are gingerbread men because I I you know I heard this story once where this uh, woman made a gingerbread man and 
he decided that it'd be a good idea to get out of the oven and go, you know. And he ran, ran as fast as he could. Yep. And he began saying, you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. That's going to make gingerbread women. Yep. Because <laughs> well, that... we won't run away, apparently. <laughs> you know, that that's going to sound wrong, and I don't want to get into trouble, so. Or we, could just make, or we could just make something like um, gingerbread Christmas trees or something. There you go. I, just for the record, I didn't say anything, so you know, if I get into trouble, I'm innocent. I'm gonna it's my moderator's fault. <laughs> this time. This time. I'm actually innocent, so Gen- gingerbread neutral non binary. Yeah. Now we're getting into <laughs> the fact that we got anyway. six minutes left. This is your last yeah. chance for any questions. Make sure there's no foxes around. If we no, oh, I'm sorry. No questions in Zoom. Okay. And nothing in Clubhouse? No, Andrew? I think we questioned him out. Uh, no, not at this time. I was just double checking. All right. I, okay. I also gave you one last invite, Andrew. Talk to us. <laughs> And, you know, saying about watching There's No Foxes, you want to watch out for those if we decide to do pancakes, too. Oh, Andrew did make his way up here now. All right, Sorry Andrew. about that, Andrew. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've been waiting for about five or six minutes, but that's fine. Um, that's okay. <laughs> when you were talking about the cheese that you're using in the lasagna, I'm not a big fan of ricotta. So what I use is I use a tub of, or sorry, a cottage cheese, and I mix that with a third cup of Parmesan. Mix that around, and I use that uh, and all a bit around the, uh, the lasagna as I'm making it. Just oh, well, um, Andrew, the last thing I do want to mention is you definitely seem to have a lot of cooking insight. So if you ever want to make a guest appearance on the, this show, um, definitely well, talk. What? I when I was in high school, I took a food science course. And oh, we had four wow. kitchens, and it was individualized, so you didn't work in a team of people. But I had a partner, so we had one partner. Oh, wow. But uh, we went right through from, well, I first made ice cream, and then we went right up to a seven-course meal. Uh, and then you learned all the, the different attributes um, in, in the lessons, et cetera. So it was really good. And that's where I got my, my first taste of cooking. Right. And after oh, that, it's just We do it's have a cooking expert. We do, Yeah. <laughs> He just well, might, if you ever he, he might just to... do his own call instead and put us to shame. Right um, but anyway, Andrew, Wait. if you would like to, if you would like to oh, yes. um, do a cooking show at some point, if you'd like to join us as an actual, uh, you know, uh, guest at some point, definitely email us through uh, community at acb.org and Tori and I will uh, work with you and uh, go from there. So, all right. You can also reach us via acbcooks at gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Guys, what was Sorry, Allison. Oh, we we have a raised hand. Sorry oh, to interrupt right. like that. Go ahead. Nope, okay. You're good. Okay, Irene, you may unmute. Yes. Hello, and... everyone. Uh, when I clicked on the link to join this Zoom call, I noticed there was also a link to join Herbie's YouTube uh, yes. page. Yes. And so I, but I did not see any place to click on to subscribe. Is there a subscribe button there? So that once you click on the YouTube thing, there should be a, it's an actual playlist. So Uh, there should be an option to like add it to your, um, there should be like an add button. 
An add button, okay. Yes. But if you don't see that, then the only way to subscribe is to click on uh, the bit where it says Herbie's name for his channel and subscribe to his actual channel. Yep. Click on the name. Yep. And then okay. you would see the channel. Yep. Thank you very much. You are welcome. All right. Anybody else? Last chance, people. All right, guys. So, um, we're very interesting. You know, I wonder if Andrew's going to correct Carl next week. We'll, we'll see how this really works out. Um, <laughs> I'll be looking forward to next week. It might be exciting between the sibling rivalries, rivalries I had to break up popcorn. during the interview and the. No. Uh, they really were well behaved, but uh, I think next week is going to be interesting. Carl was a major hit last year, guys. So, uh, that's why we brought him back. Well, and, that, uh, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, that too. So, and uh, if you've got any requests uh, for either you'd like to make a guest appearance or some type kind of recipe you'd like us to make, definitely you can hit us up at the addresses that we just mentioned, community at acb.org or acbcooks at gmail.com, and we will definitely take those under consideration. And, just bear uh, in mind, as you've seen, we do have quite a bit planned, so yeah. our next slots are not until July. Yes. And uh, Tori mentioned pancakes. That is one thing I've not actually tried making. So I don't, I don't know. You can that. put those on the schedule too. All right. Well, I was, y y you'll take the lead on that one because, yeah. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll just see about that one. But uh, very good. <laughs> Carl did actually mention pancakes and the technique that we could actually try for them. So I do actually have to give that a try first. So. Well, give it a try and then let me know if you want it put on the schedule. All right. Well, my thanks to Kayla in Clubhouse, Allison in Zoom, Chanel for streaming, guys. We've and Heidi and Nick, of course, for uh, contributing. Did you two have any final closing comments? Any comments there? What? No. Nope. To keep your to lasagna me. noodles uh, from drying out, even with the spraying, I just put a damp paper towel on top of them. All right. <laughs> Good, good, good. That's my final thought. <laughs> Very good. All right. All right. And on that note, you may end the respective rooms. Thank you, Twinkling Tori, as always. We will see Thank you next you, time. Yep. And uh, we will see you all next time. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye, guys.